Welcome to Embrace the Spiritual Podcast. Join friends Michelle and Dawn as they share tips on how you too can open your heart, raise your vibration, and reclaim your sovereignty. Hear what they have experienced and overcome in their spiritual journeys while navigating this expansive spiritual multiverse. Discover how they transform their soul lessons from ordinary into extraordinary. Follow, subscribe, and share our podcast so you don't miss an episode. Check out our website, embracethespiritual.com, for additional content and a list of upcoming episodes. And don't forget, follow Embrace the Spiritual on Instagram and Facebook. In this episode, we are going to talk about higher self and ego. What is the difference? What are you really tapping into? And we want to make sure that we share with you what we feel each of them to be and how we are connecting to our higher self. How many higher selves can we have? I think that's something we're starting to find out. We might not just have one higher self. We may have fractals of higher selves that we could be connecting into. And that's the beauty of this universe is we're always learning new things. Very true. I think for me, when it comes to ego, it is, are you coming from a place of love or are you coming from a place of anger and fear? And the example I can give is that my husband and I were walking our dogs in the evening and there was a... There's an intersection where it tees and a gentleman was coming along the left side of the tee and he was taking a right hand turn. And there was somebody who was coming up the tee who was at the stop sign who was taking a left. And for whatever reason, this gentleman thought that this guy should go and he didn't feel comfortable going. And he kind of said some not so nice things to this guy out the window. And and all I could think of, was that really necessary? Because I could feel the vibration of that anger and dislike echoing through our neighborhood. So I just kind of transmuted it because that's not what we're here for. We're not here to ra road rage and give bad energy. We are here to hold the utmost light at all times since we are trying to be on our highest organic path. And if you choose not to be on the higher organic path, that's your choice. But mine is to, you know, hold space, say, you know, I don't consent to that type of behavior, which I immediately did. And to, you know, send love because, you know, the trees are hearing it, the grass is hearing it, everything that is around us is hearing it. And I don't want that in my neighborhood since, you know, I don't live that far away from where we were walking. And, it is tough to get caught up when you read the headlines and the news stuff, but I then go back to, we are still in a polarized state of living. And with that, you're going to have the good and the bad. And you don't have to consent to the bad. Just because you see it today doesn't mean in five weeks from now, that's gonna be the same thing, especially when it comes to court cases and the unprogramming and the, what is the word I want? Unrevealing, it's not that. Um, the unveiling of what is truly happening at this time because what they put for you to read isn't always the truth. And I can feel it in my heart and I'm sure Michelle also can, you know, discern what is really true and what is not at this point, you know, in our training and our learning and our growth. Really what Dawn's describing is those people living in that ego mind. That's why we thought this was so important to share because ego doesn't just mean someone, you know, is full of themselves, thinks they're better than somebody else. But that example that you gave, that other driver assumed he knew better than that person. 
So he was making sure that he shared his thoughts and had he listened to our free will episode, maybe he would have really, <laughs> he was overstepping boundaries. It's a great example of an everyday situation that if we're living in our ego brains all the time, guess what? We're not living in our hearts. When we are wrapped up in our ego brains, in the day-to-day, when you're so much in your mind, you're not in your heart and you're not living in your heart. And when you're not living in your heart, you're not connecting to your higher self. When you're in your ego brain too much, that's when we allow those things that are happening in the world events or things that people are saying online to control what we're doing in our life. And why are we giving up that much control to other people? Like Don said, I don't want that timeline where I am allowing other people's information to control how I am living my life. And that's that heart discernment. And we want to make sure that there's a place for the ego mind. Absolutely, we need to have it to do a lot of the day-to-day things. So you always want to check in with your heart and make sure that it feels good. Because that heart-brain connection, when they're on the same page, is beautiful. When you're operating from that heart perspective, you are going to be able to tap into that higher self and hear your intuition, feel your intuition, and know that things that, you know, maybe you have a thought pop in your mind, is that my higher self or is that my ego? And I think that's one of the biggest things I know I've been working on is trying to figure out those little voices in your head. Everyone's got, you know, chatter in their brain and trying to decipher, is this fear talking? Is this somebody else? Is this programming from a parent, a teacher, um, somebody that you've listened to? You need to get back into your sovereignty, or we strongly suggest you can do whatever you want to do. But when you can come into your heart and connect and know that your intuition that's coming through, because we are going to be talking about different intuitive abilities, we all have intuition, and that intuition is where you ultimately manifest. And I think we'll have to do a whole episode of manifestation because people want things. Guess what? You're probably operating from your ego brain. But when you can really feel and gen- and have genuine gratitude around what you have in life, where you're going, that's when you can start connecting to that higher self. And that's when manifestation comes. It really becomes easy. I was going to say easier, but it actually can become easy when you can connect like that. Very true. And when your higher self is in control and not your ego, it's easier to when something happens that you know that you would have taken days to get over. It's like you get over it so quick that you just have to go, wait, was that me? Was that like really me? You know, because I can think of like examples of somebody just saying something off and taking offense to it. It's like, oh, why would they say that to me? And now it's like, oh, I know why they said that to me because I'm speaking my truth and they're not ready to hear the truth of the situation, which can be hard. But if we all spoke honestly, and instead of saying, making excuses for other people, um, I'm really trying to work on when somebody is behaving badly instead of like just keeping my mouth shut and grinning and bear it to say, you know what, this is not right. It is a disservice to everybody who is in this situation to not say anything. Um, And I think with what is happening in the world, people need to speak up more. How many lives would we be saved if we had spoken up because we felt something was going on that was wrong in our hearts, but we didn't because we thought it was the right thing to do? Because you're 
your ego is like, oh, you know, that, you know, let's not do that. But your higher self is like, yeah, you really need to, you really need to say something. Um, and this is the time I feel it. We're shifting so quickly, or at least I am shifting so quickly that things need to be said. You have to bring light to situations because it's easier as a an outward per outward person looking into a situation to see what is like, you know, see the pegs of the people in play and saying, well, that's ego. You knew that was going to happen, but now you're in denial about the situation and you were warned, but now you forgot that you were warned. So, you know, just sometimes just trusting in the heart that there is a reason for everything and your higher self knows what it's doing. It knows what lessons you're here to learn and trust because once you start losing that trust things just kind of like you know like jenga it just kind of crumbles down and falls all over the place but if you had you know breathed and looked at the situation and pulled that one proper wooden peg out it would have stayed upright and that's kind of how i look at life you know we're playing this game and it's okay to make wrong moves as long as you learn from it because if you're not learning from it you're just gonna it's gonna keep coming back and i see so many people stuck in their ego mind and it's like, you didn't learn from the situation. You didn't listen to your higher self. You let fear rule because your ego said, well, this is what we do. We are, we're fear, we're afraid, we get angry. And then we become self-righteous instead of being in our higher self and being like, thank you. I'm grateful for that lesson. And I am now learning from it and we're moving on. Yeah. And I want to pop in and comment on that part that you were talking about you know, speaking up. I think that's really true that we have to speak up. What I want to call people out on is those people that say, well, I'm brutally honest. Well, you can be honest without being mean. And I tend to find the people that say I'm brutally honest are the ones that will say, yes, it may be the truth, the way they say it, maybe the words they use when they say it. They know that they're giving a dig to the person they are maybe not saying it at the right time because there's all, always a time and place that saying there's a time and place for everything is true. If we know saying something that's truthful to somebody isn't the right time, maybe because of something that's going on in that moment, and maybe it could be said with love and more gentleness later on, guess what? The message is going to get across later on. The fact that you were brutally honest in the moment, you knew that you were going to get a rise of the person if you were doing it with that intent. Kind of sounds like you're probably being in your ego mind a little bit. And if we can start listening and speaking from the heart perspective and say, when is the best time that I could share this information with the person? Not that you're avoiding, because sometimes things do need to be said in the moment, because otherwise you lose your voice in doing that by waiting. Is what you're saying really helping the person? Is it making the situation better? Or are you just being somewhat arrogant saying, I know better than you and I'm going to tell you what I think and I don't care if you like it. Now, you're not really operating from your heart. I mean, you're not operating from your heart. Like Dawn said, you're sending that energy vibration out and guess what you're going to attract back as a result. The universe is going to say, your actions and your words are this vibration and very low when you're talking from that ego kind of mean, mean person perspective. 
the universe is going to match back things into your life. So when those same people, I'm brutally honest, and nothing ever goes right for me. Guess <laughs> what? That law, if you're a ball player like I am. And if you're shooting, it's, like, it's going to come back quicker. Yes, it's like a boomerang. Absolutely. That's why I look because I don't have time to deal with other people's ego problem. And I was thinking about that, you know, because we always lash out at politicians and, oh, I hope he gets his, what he gets coming to him. It's like, well, who made us judge and jury? Only their higher self, their ego, whatever is going to judge them. And because we're being judgmental, that means we're going to be judged on about something and we're going to get it boomerang back. Because if that politician is shielding well you just put yourself in a place of your ego's gonna get it back and you are not going to be happy when it does you know the word karma is thrown around so much and i think it's one of those words that isn't always understood maybe the way it's truly intended karma is really just about learning lessons there's no positive there's no negative there's no judgment so when we are operating from that ego mind and saying, you know, karma is a, you know what, that guess what, that energy you just put out is going to have worse karma back on to you because guess what, you can't control other people's karma. As much as you think you have that power, you do not. All you're doing is you're sending out negative vibrations and the universal match back things in your life. Maybe your car breaks down. Maybe you lose a job. Maybe you have a fight with a significant other. Whatever the case might be, it will come back. So when you can make that shift of, okay, I'm not better or less than anybody else because I'm me. That's all I have to compare to is me. And so when you take that stance in your own life of being your own, I don't even want to say judge and jury because you shouldn't judge yourself either. When you're not comparing yourself to others, that's usually where the ego brain gets involved is because you either judge someone for doing something or compared yourself to them. And you make that shift to say, I'm doing the best that I can in this moment with the information that I have. Sharing these tips with you to help raise that vibration and connect with your heart, connect with your higher self. That's what we're wanting to share out with our listeners is making that shift. So the universe sees and feels that energy vibration. The words you use are probably 1%. Now, our conscious languaging will tell you it's actually a little bit more. But in the grand scheme of things, if your actions and your words and the feeling you put behind them, all of those things together tell the universe what you want to attract in your life. And if you want to attract love and abundance, you have to speak in a loving, abundant way. You can't speak in an angry, dislike. I mean, you can say, I really prefer fettuccine alfredo over lasagna but you can't send out bad negative thoughts to somebody and then expect oh i'm going to be abundant it doesn't work that way no and even if something happens that you think validates that and say well it, it does work that way no it was coming in for a different reason it wasn't because you made that happen, certainly. And Donna talked about trust, and that is so important. We lose trust in ourselves, trust in our judgment, and that's when we let the ego brain take over and make the decisions for us. You know, sometimes the decisions could turn out for the best. I'm not saying that happens all the time, but when we can trust in 
knowing the difference when our ego mind is talking versus our higher self talking, then that's when we can trust and go, okay, I get it. I hear you. I feel you. I, I see what you're trying to show me. Maybe it's signs. And we've talked about this in pretty much every episode that we've we've had so far that when you recognize those signs and that is the validation. As soon as you acknowledge it, be grateful for it because that is coming from a heart center. Don't just say, oh, thanks, you know, and be kind of dismissive because guess what? Your guides, your, you know, angels, whoever are going to go, well, are they going to want to give you more because were you really grateful for whatever magic they just created in your life? Well, no. And it's not about having, I know Don and I have talked in the past about, you know, people who have gratitude affirmations. And I want to bring that in a little bit because I think it can speak to the difference between ego and higher self from the perspective of when we do these affirmation statements and there is great power in them, not saying they're right or wrong. What intention are you putting behind those affirmation statements? If you don't feel it in your heart, then it's almost like you're not truly believing it. You know, if I just say, oh, I look beautiful, but then I turn around and, and judge something about my body. Or you judge somebody else about their body, because yes. that is truly saying you don't think you're beautiful. Yeah. Because A, you're, well, you're usually judging somebody else because you are comparing yourself to them too. And you're also in Yeah, in a subconscious way, that's really what you're doing, so. And I think this ties in well to become really heart-based. And I know that I've grown exponentially. Um, You know, having a raw, having an aura really helps you, but you have to want to work on you. I've done tons of therapy, tons of, not even, not mental therapy, um, healing therapies that they kind of work, but they really didn't work because I wasn't taking my power back and helping myself heal. And these modalities helps you step into your higher self so you can take care of yourself to the highest possibility of what you need. Because you know what you need internally. I admit, I don't go to the doctor because I always have intuitively been able to figure it out. It is a blessing that I can do that for myself and my family and do the energy work, talk to my higher self, talk to my animals, higher selves, talk to my children's higher selves to figure it out because a doctor is just, well, we're just going to run some tests. They don't know. This is what your body is telling them, but is it because of an emotional and auric imbalance or something else? They're looking at the physical only what your blood tests read, not the other things. And we are all these other things. By denying that we are not these things means that we can never fully heal ourselves to our highest potential. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, we're not just talking fluffy concepts about higher self and ego brain. It gets so much more profound when you are connected in that way because our bodies are actually meant to self-heal. They are. And when we go to the doctor, okay, well, if you have broken bone and you feel you need to go, then, you know, we're not judging that. Everyone needs to do what they need to do. But when you start shifting that power and maybe you get attuned to Reiki level one, Reiki level one is a self-healing technique. It's a great way to bring energy into your body. I'm a Reiki master teacher and I love 
when people can get connected to that energy, intuitively feel in their body what's going on. Your ego brain just says, my arm hurts. That's about the extent of their involvement and participation in making your arm hurt so that you're aware of it. If you really feel into it, all of our body parts from a spiritual perspective talk about, you know, our shoulders are sore while you're shouldering too much burden. There's lots of different websites that kind of describe that, but the self-healing and trusting what you're feeling is key. That's what we want to help people shift into is check in with your heart, not your brain, not what your brain thinks you should do or what the answer is, and just feel into it. Maybe you can feel the answers. Maybe you hear the answers. Maybe you can see on your body. Maybe some area looks darker. You can actually see the energy in your body at a different location. So just keep coming it back to your heart. Does this feel right? Does this help me? Because I think often we don't check in to see if it's really good for us. We think we should do it. We've been told we should do it. But really, does it feel good for us to do it? A lot of times you might go, yeah, maybe it doesn't feel so good. Maybe I need to look into doing something different for it. I've been making changes uh, because my higher self told me to, and I've been muscle testing my things that I usually take in the morning. And it's been like, nope, you don't need to take this because it's in this. And even just simple as muscle testing, you know, holding the whatever you want to take, you know, is this good for me? Push me forward if it's yes, push me back if it's no. That's your higher self, you know, trusting in you that you know the answers to get your best, highest, you know, intake of vitamins, especially now since all the farming, we over farm our land, we don't honor it, we don't respect it, we don't do uh, cover crops to add nutrients back in. Um, a lot of food is not as nutritious as it was 50 years ago. And I notice with my health that this is true. So I've upped some things to compensate for that. I really, really love that you brought that up about muscle testing. I do the exact same thing. Muscle test if things are good for me instead of just saying, oh, my friend said that drinking two cups of coffee a day is good for you. Whatever. Whatever the example is, it could be a couple of glasses of wine. I mean, you name it, it's out there. All this advice that you're supposed to do and how in the world do we figure out what's right for us? Because doing the muscle testing, as Dawn said, is how we find out what's right for us. Because we're connected with ourselves. Everybody's body is unique. Let me say that again. Everybody's body is unique. Eggs for one person could make another person deathly ill. There's tons of examples like that where even eating you know, vegan versus vegetarian, all this information out there, you can eat vegan and have two completely different sets of menu plans, so to speak, because foods for one person don't work for another person. Agreed. Tomatoes has always been one thing for me where I just can't eat tomatoes, gives me canker sores. So why do I even bother? My body is telling me this is not good for you. Stop taking it. We're going to respond by giving you inflammation in the body, canker sores, cold sores, whatever happens with you. I was always like that with lactose, any milk, cheese, dairy, all of it. And yet society, and I'll just put a global word to that, society, whether it's cultural, family, whatever you might, situation you might be in, oh, well, 
we should be having this. We should be having this. Well, if my body doesn't like it, who are you to say I should have that? So listen to yourself, listen to your higher self, do the muscle testing. I Muscle testing is so easy. You could be in a grocery store and nobody really knows what you're doing. Here's what I do. And I do this with crystals too, to be honest. I do it with everything. Is I hold it for me in my left hand. I put the item over my heart and in my mind, I'm really asking my higher self, is this right for me at this time? Because it could be right for me at this time and not later. So just because something's right for you now or not right for you now doesn't mean it will or won't be later on. If I go forward, it's a yes. If I go back, it's a no. And I honor that. One thing to do the muscle test, but if you say, oh, but I really want this anyways, you're actually dishonoring your higher self. They just shared with you what will work for your body and you totally disregarded it. So guess what? You're operating from your ego mind. Honoring what your higher self is telling you builds that trust so that you know going forward when you get those messages that you can trust them because they validated it for you through a muscle tap. Yeah. I had a um, family member who wants to do lunch and I just felt like right now where you are, with the chemicals and stuff, you're, it's not going to honor who you are. So I said, how if we just go out for coffee? I haven't heard from them. So I'm like, you know what? That's what I want to do. And you don't want to, that's fine. Talk to your higher self. They know what you need in this moment in time. I feel digesting complex, whatever would be harder on my body right now. And tea, you know, even if it has chemicals in it, would be easier to clear out than the long process of, you know, 12 or more hours or less, depending on how my body reacted to what they wanted. So, you know, it's really about honoring what you need in the in this moment in time. And if you don't want to do it, you have the free will to say, well, you know, how about something else? And if they don't want to, they have the free will to say, all right, you know, no. Yeah, exactly. And my higher self was just popping in to say, tell people that muscle testing can also work, even if you're buying something online. Yes. You can say, is XYZ supplement right for me at this time? And let your body tell you what that answer is. So it doesn't just have to be something physically in front of you. It can be something energetically at a distance as well. So they just were kind of knocking on the door going, hey, don't forget to tell them that. So I just wanted to honor. So I'm like, yesterday, I was like, ooh, I think I need to get some crystals. And I'm like, I'm going to start my wish list <laughs> and then narrow it down. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I want to share a story about higher self, how we can talk to other people's higher self. So Don had a story how through the practice of doing aura regressions and raw Reiki sessions that we do as clients. So website embracespiritual.com. You can find access to both mine and Dawn's businesses if you ever want to look into having one of those sessions. They're all done remote. The energy is profound. So you can have a look at those. But one of the techniques that we use is obviously we are talking to somebody else's higher self and we are helping them self-heal by connecting to their higher self. And when we were in Mount Shasta taking this certification course, Dawn and her husband and one of our friends were in one room beside us. And then there was four of us ladies in the room next door. They had trundle beds. So two of us were on the floor in the trundles and then two people up top. And the person that was sleeping above me on the bed above me snored like you wouldn't believe. If there was curtains 
I'm sure the curtains would have been sucked in. The snoring was so bad. I struggle sleeping at the best of times. It doesn't have to be super quiet, but the snoring is kind of like nails on a chalkboard for me. So I'll just put that up there. (laughs) I have a tough time with that. Anyways, that's okay. That's something I'm working on because at the end of the day, that means I'm judging somebody about something that they do. So I'm working through that. But what I did, and not that I was trained to do this, I just took a shot in the dark. I said to my higher self in my mind, I said, can you please talk to this person's higher self and let them know that the snoring is very disruptive and see if they would be agreeable to stop snoring was kind of the gist of what I said. Honest to goodness, the snoring stopped instantly. The person rolled over and stopped snoring. And I'm like, holy, like that actually worked. There's that one element for one second going, did that really happen because of what I just did? And then I thought, no, I'm going to cancel that thought. I'm not putting that out there because yes, it did happen because of what I did. And so like any of us would do, let's try it a second time. So the next night when it happened, I did the same thing. Higher self, can you please talk to this person's higher self and just let them know the snoring's disturbing me and if they would be able to stop snoring. And it worked again. It was pretty cool, I have to say. And I wasn't infringing on her. Her free will, that's why I asked the higher self because I could have easily went and, you know, poked the person, made them roll over and probably would have had them stop for a little while. But the higher selves are so powerful because they aren't operating from that ego. They're operating from a love perspective. And I asked, they could have said, nope, it's going to keep going, whatever. But they didn't. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll definitely help you out with that. So you can talk to other people's higher selves. And I know for parents, what I do want to say is you do have to be careful. This is probably a little more of an advanced technique, perhaps in the perspective of if you're not operating from your heart center, you're not grounded, shielding, you could be infringing upon somebody. So just be careful doing that. Really, we want to focus on talking to your higher self. So really, that's what I did is I talked to my higher self to help me out in a situation that was something small, it could be something really big helping sell a house. And if it's right for you, in your highest good, it likely will happen or it will manifest or whatever the case might be. Just wanted to share that story because it was kind of a cool little story. And I thought, wow, that actually happened. That was pretty cool. And that speaks to my connection that I have practiced and worked on and trusted to know that I had that strong connection. I have operated from my heart. I want to say respectful because it really is respecting the messages that you're getting and honoring them. They're there to help. They're there to help guide you. We're just in this 3D body living on earth. Our higher self is an aspect of our soul. You want to try to figure out, I know people are probably wondering, like, really, what is the higher self? I guess we haven't even really described what the higher self is on an energetic level. We all have a soul. Our soul signs up for lessons in each lifetime. And an aspect to that soul is your higher self in each of your lifetimes. I think that's probably the the simplest way to describe it. Do you have anything to add, Don, on how to describe the energetic version of your higher self? It's infinite because you're here. Your higher self is like, imagine this. Imagine the sun, the easiest way and how it radiates 360 degrees. I picture my higher self like that and... She's just like 
affecting all these planets 360, you know, because I look at things more in a community mind than a one person mind. And I know that what I do here is reverberating throughout the universes, but I'm also coming from a different place. I guess you could say a different time almost. (laughs) Um, So if I behave badly, I can feel the consequences and the regret that I have of the choice that I made in that moment. So I try to be on the highest path at all times because my choices are affecting universes far away people around the world. I mean, if we're thinking about it on a global, you know, sending love out to somebody that you pass or a smile, it reverberates because we are all technically connected, just like the trees are connected. And when you touch them, you are touching all the trees throughout the world. And if you're touching all the trees throughout the world, what are you touching energetically throughout the universes? So I come from a more community based mindset, but that's because of where I've been, what I've done, and I can see things beyond the veil. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's so true that if we can think of ourselves really as those energy beings, our actions have energy, our thoughts have energy, what we feel has energy, really operating and working with your higher self is that living in the moment. It's having gratitude, which puts out a positive energy vibration. Scientists have confirmed that thought waves, they can measure the energy. So yes, your thoughts matter. What are you thinking in your mind? That's your ego brain usually. So this is where you want to work on, you know, meditating to to help connect to your higher self. Because when you can be still, I know years ago, meditating for me was unheard of. My mind chatter, and I know many people can relate to this, the mind chatter gets in the way. Well, meditation doesn't mean you have to sit there for four hours in silence. The thought, when you sit in a meditation, here's what I like to do. The thought comes up, you acknowledge it, and you let it go. Thank you for bringing that to my awareness, and I'm going to let that go. That's all it is. You may have to, you may have to do it 500 times in 10 minutes. That's okay. No judgment. It's practice. You're practicing releasing the mind chatter. Write it down if you have to, just to get it out of your mind. Maybe that works for you before meditation. Maybe just do a brain dump. Everything that's on your mind, right on a paper. It doesn't have to be organized. doesn't have to be pretty. Just data dump and then sit still. Thought comes up. Thank you for bringing that to my awareness. I'm releasing that. And over and over. Another good way to meditate is guided meditations. I know a lot of people judge the type of meditation that you do, but don't accept that. That's inverted thinking. Any meditation that helps you get to that beta brainwave, that relaxation brainwave, is where you connect to your higher self. It's not some magical formula that you have to be this guru and meditate five times a day. That's not what we're saying. Meditation. I really wanted to do that. (laughs) I know. I don't think I could sit still that long. (laughs) The guided meditations are great because that occupies your ego brain while you're listening to the meditation because it has something to listen to. But really what the meditation is doing is it's bringing you into that relaxed state of being so that you can connect to that higher self. So It could be going out for a walk, sometimes driving. I'm not saying don't meditate while you're driving, but it's the same thought of when you're going for a drive and no, I don't remember driving that last five minutes. You were kind of in that meditative state. So 
be careful. Obviously, we want you to be safe. Right. I wouldn't do a meditation per se, but you do go into a meditative state when you are driving. So disclaimer yes. there. <laughs> Thanks for that clarification. Yeah. Do not meditate while you're driving. Disclaimer. Meditation tapes don't. I mean, I know that my husband is a wonderful sleeper and he will fall asleep driving. So when we drive together long distances, I will, well, not that I can fall asleep in the car easily, but <laughs> I am, you know, I'll keep an eye out on him and, you know, is he falling asleep? What's going on? Is he getting in that meditative? Because he will drop, but he's almost, when he goes into uh, aurora, aura hypnosis, he's almost a somnambulist. Yes. Somnibul- yeah, I know that's a tough word. <laughs> so where he almost is so deep that he doesn't remember what is happening. And I would like for him to remember that he is driving when he is supposed to be driving. Yes. Yeah. Honey. <laughs> I love you. Is it my time to take over now? Yes. <laughs> no, nodding. Yeah. I like that you said it's that meditative state because it's the same state when you're falling asleep and you're just in and almost not quite asleep. And it happens like, so once you start tapping into the energy, it just becomes easier and easier. I do it walking, sitting in my greenhouse, listening to the waterfall. Water is a beautiful and very healing modality. If you can get to a stream, just listening to the trickling of water is a wonderful way to do it. Hugging a tree it has that calming effect on you. There's just so many different things that you can do. Listening to the wind on a windy, windy day um, outside, because it does make a lot of noise. If you just tap into the trees, talk, you know, whatever shrubbery or bushes or grass, they all are singing to us. They sure are. And once we're still, we can start to hear those things. And that's pretty cool. You can even connect in with your animals that way. Really what we're getting to is when you're tapping into your higher self and you can make the distinction between things that are coming into your mind because it's your higher self versus your ego brain, then you start to be able to kind of hear or or know what animals are thinking. I do that with my pets all the time. My husband always laughs at me. He's like, you're so funny because I'll just be having conversations with our pets because I've gotten to that place where when a thought pops into my head, I know that's coming from outside of me. It's not my ego brain saying something. It's it's the dogs talking to me. And I trust that. I trust that. And I have little mini conversations with them. And I talk to the birds outside, the ones that like to be 5am singers. I am not a morning person. So I don't quite honor the songbird 5am wake up call. Last year, in my mind, I just put it out there and said, you have beautiful singing. I'm not quite ready to hear it at 5am. If you could please find someone else to sing to. I'm good if you come back about 9am. Guess what happened? Didn't hear the bird till 9am. It went somewhere else. I think my friend down the road said, thanks a lot. The bird came and was singing in my place. I said, well, wasn't singing in my place anymore. So you could talk to them and ask them to relocate as well. One thing I wanted to add was I want to make sure that our listeners are patient with themselves. For some people, this may be something that is quick and easy for them to connect to their higher selves, but it might not be an overnight thing for some people. So be gentle with yourself, be kind, be loving, 
Connecting to your higher self takes time. You can certainly use Oracle cards if you want. I know that I, in the past, had used Oracle cards that helped me connect to my intuition. I would pull a card and whatever the card had said, I thought, oh yeah, that feels right. And that helped me build that connection with my higher self and maybe what I was already feeling because the card said the same thing that I was already thinking. So that was just a way for me to to validate that at that moment. I know that I had gone to maybe get a reading from somebody. However you start making that connection, just be gentle with yourself. Honor what information you're getting don't judge don't put a timeline in an expectation on how quickly this should happen because it takes time it takes time to calm down i certainly know that my brain was all over the place so i had that challenge to overcome as well and to work through before i could even connect so i happened to find courses that taught how to meditate so maybe that's what might work for you someone to teach you different techniques. You're going to find something that resonates with you. If someone says this technique is the only one you have to do, guess what? That's not true. There are multiple ways. We're all different, as I said. We have different ways of connecting, no different than having different intuitive senses. And we'll talk about what those look like. We are all intuitive. So if anybody in the audience is thinking, well, I'm not intuitive, you actually are. Everyone is born, so to speak, with this ability. We just have to learn how to tap into it. And it's practice. Some people, it does come quicker. Some people are tapped into it at a very young age, and some don't tap into it till adulthood. But recognize there's many signs when you are connecting to your higher self. And that's how the intuitive clairs come into it. Gut feeling, I just sensed it. I saw something, I maybe saw signs that said, don't go this way, literally, or whatever the case might be. So just be gentle with yourself. Your connection will come. Don't doubt what you're getting. If you want, keep a little journal because that's actually a fun way to Get those validation and reminders because sometimes we're getting a lot of those signs and those intuitive messages from our higher self and we forget that we've gotten that information. So I'd like to oh, write a note that, hey, this came to me today. Maybe three days later, something happened that that thing came true or manifested. So there's no right or wrong for connecting to your higher self. Really, the message is live in the moment, live from your heart, have a more congruent and consistent heart connection, and you will naturally connect. And it's like riding a bike. The more you practice, the easier it will be. A minute a day, two minutes a day. There's no time limit. Do what you can handle when you can. Exactly. That's all it takes. Start and allow the magic and the connection of your higher self to manifest and become visible and part of how you live your everyday life. Join us in our next episode as we talk about how to raise your vibration so that you can connect into your different types of intuition. Follow, subscribe, and share our podcast so you don't miss an episode. Check out our website, embracethespiritual.com for additional content and a list of upcoming episodes. And don't forget, follow Embrace the Spiritual on Instagram and Facebook. With infinite love and gratitude, thank you for joining us.